Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarpment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamprin. Yeah, good morning. Another Saturday morning here in the beautiful city of Hamilton. We have a special guest. We'll tell you about her in a matter of seconds. But as you know, Rob Golfie is a sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Along for the show once again today, Phil Golfie, sales representative with the Golfie team. Call them today at 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website rob golfi.com at rob golfi on twitter and instagram and check out the rob golfi facebook page uh, in studio with us as well hasina mandel of crown pest control services servicing the hamilton and burlington and surrounding area we'll get into pest control and what that's all about but first off good morning how are you Good morning. Welcome to the Very show. Good. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a couple of topics that we're going to get to before we talk about pest control. Uh, number one being uh, getting the most out of my real estate agents, but maybe we'll start with should buyers buy now? That's a great question, Rick. Um, so I, I want to hop right into this. Realtors, it's always that crystal ball question. It's, you know, should I buy now? When should I buy? When should I sell? And with the headlines in the news right now, um, the main topic is the market softened. Um, there's not a lot of um, houses that are selling, and, and there's you know record price reductions. So in comparison to the last six months, yeah, now's a great time to buy. Um, but in regards to that, we don't know what's going to happen next. It's so unpredictable and so volatile that you know nobody really knows. Um, the finance minister came out today uh, on Wednesday and said that you know the market softened, but it's still not where he wants it to be. Um, with the with the new interest rate, they still look like they're going to put in more uh, provisions to, to cool the housing market. Um, but people always ask us, you know, people are always looking for that short term, short term flip, you know, what house can I buy that I can make money off in the next six months, right? And that gets, you know, that gets very dicey, because we're not comfortable in saying that, right? There's so many variables that go into flipping a house, where you have to make sure that you make money on the buy. Mm. Um, and then, and then there's so much in between that has to happen that cannot go wrong, where you're going to come out with a profit. So, it depends what you're looking to buy. Um, if you're looking to buy a house to live in, we're going to say don't pay attention to those things. It's more like it's like you're buying an index fund in the stock market, um, something that you're going to buy. You're not going to pay attention to it for about 10 to 15 years or until the next time you sell. And that's where we see people do the best. Is is not really when they pay attention to it in that way. But if you're shopping around for something to buy in with your family right now today, but you're also thinking about making money on it, you're not necessarily going to put yourself or your family in the best situation, right? Because you don't have, you know, you're not catering to what your family needs. You're all, you're, you're catering to an investment, right? And um, so, so it, you know, there's two different aspects of this. If you're an investor and you're, and you're looking for a short-term, short-term income, it's, it's a tough market to buy in, right? Just because you don't, you don't know what you're going to get on the selling side. Is there a, uh, at least in this market, is there a prototypical house that is uh, more flippable than another? Yeah, yeah, for sure. What you want to do is when you're looking for a flip, you also want to make sure that it's rentable, right? Because right. 
on the end, if you if you can't get that number that that you had in your mind when you initially began the renovation or the project, mm -hmm. if you can't get that, that number when you come to sell, make sure that you can rent it out. So that make sure that you can you can instead of it being a flip, you turn it into a holding investment, and that way you you you'll you'll, you'll still make money, maybe not as much as you thought it was going to be. Or, or what you planned on making, but make sure there's that rental market available for that flip. Yeah, yeah. I guess another stipulation or something they want to hit upon is you don't want the renovation to take too long. I mean, you're, you're, you're looking at, you know, at least well, a few weeks because if you want to make a profit in six to 12 months, that reno can't go on forever. Th that's right. And actually, I know some people that have uh, reno renovations have taken a little longer and it did cost them uh, uh, quite a bit of money because they didn't make the deadline and the market changed during that time. Right. So, like, like 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 anything else, if you if you're willing to gamble and it's not a gamble, but if you're willing to put the in, buy an investment property and you want to flip it, it, there's a risk. There's always a risk in everything that you do. Sure, uh, it's just the people that bought, uh, you know, in January or last year in October, November, and they sold in in March. Guess what? They they look like the biggest heroes mm -hmm. on the street. They're you know probably. Every, it's like going to the casino. You, you you don't hear of people losing money. You only hear the ones that won money, right? <laughs> that's so right. that's what you're gonna hear. <laughs> but you know. now that risk factor has climbed because the housing market has come back a little bit. Definitely. Yes, so yes. if if somebody if an investor thought it was a good time in March to buy, and and sometimes the conversations in March were. It's only going to keep on going up, right. right? And it's only going to keep on going up. So I got to get into the market now. Then all of a sudden, that Easter weekend came along, and we we um, the wind government introduced that foreign buyers tax, Things and it changed. and it, it just came to a halt, right? Yeah. So so that investor that bought in March because he thought it was going to keep on going up. Mm -hmm. You know, right now he's probably just finishing his renovations and putting that house on the market, right. and we're starting to see that a lot of the flips are coming up on the market and they're sitting. Right, and they're sending in their, you know, their thirty days on market. So that's you know thirty days of carrying costs. They're paying. They might be paying interest on their mortgage, right. and and the house is vacant. Right. So now they gotta they gotta reconsider what they're doing with that property. And and there's a lot of you know unanswered questions. They might be going back to the realtor and saying, Hey, listen, you told me I can I can get five fifty for this house. You know, now we're we've reduced the price to five twenty five, and we, we can't even get that. So you know. What's the next step, right? right? Yeah. And he's he's looking at you know he he has all this stress in his life, all these unanswered questions. It, I think the best chance, you know, the best thing to do is is put a tenant in there and make sure you're getting yeah. some resi mm -hmm. uh, residual income on your investment. So, what makes a good? We talked about the prototypical flippable property. What makes uh, a, a property rentable? I mean, what are what are renters looking for? Well, you want to make sure the main thing is clean. Uh, you want to make sure it's close to schools, okay? Right, um, because the type of person that's renting the property is is more than likely a single family, right? Um, with kids, right? Especially, and then the second thing is make sure it has three bedrooms. You you always want to make sure that the property has three bedrooms because that you you cater more to the market when you have three bedrooms. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing is is you know update it. Right. Usually, when it's a renovation, it's going to be updated, but but make sure it's updated. Mm -hmm. The three bedroom scenario too. I mean, you're not necessarily only looking at families. You could be looking at university students. Yeah, if, exactly. If it's close to and that and that that depends what what your um you know what your demographic what you're, what you're looking for. Right. If you're if you're near the university, you know, a lot of people 
it's it's a lot harder to rent a student. It's they're um they're they're high maintenance in terms of in terms of their that market. Right. Um, you got to be more hands on and and when people, I always suggest when you're looking for a student house, hire a property management company to take care of it. Really? Um, especially if you're carrying more than one one or two properties, hire a property management company. It's a lot less stressful on in terms of your investment. Yeah. Um, and and you got to make sure that the property is being taken care of because, like I said, those student properties are very high maintenance. Yeah. And there's a lot of turnover too. Yes, or there's a lot, a lot of turnover. turnover. You're looking every single year. You're looking for new uh, new students. Um, there are a lot of websites available for that. I know McMaster has their their off campus student housing website where you know you can post uh, post an ad and and it'll be vague. Um, you know you'll find students mm-hmm. fairly quickly in terms of that. So um, that's that's very helpful for a lot of the investors. And I know we do a lot of business down in the Brock University uh, Niagara College spectrum as well, and mm-hmm. they have you know, the same things there. So it's, uh, you know, we've seen people make some very good money in terms of the student investments. And it's just that you got to be prepared to, to, you know, take on the student life. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, that's a, that's a yeah, different talk that's show. It's <laughs> a different talk show. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. We're in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, as well as Phil Golfie, sales rep with the Golfie team. Our special guest today, Asina Mandel of Crown Pest Control Services, uh, servicing the Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding area. We'll get to her in a matter of minutes, but we do want to switch gears and talk about assignments. What are we talking about here? We're not talking about school. Are we going back to school here? No, not okay. assi- no, no, that not that type of of assignment. So All the right. assignment that we want to talk about is is the sales transaction assignment. So I just want to explain what this is. Okay. An assignment is a sales transaction where the original buyer of the property allows another buyer to take over the buyer's rights and obligations of the agreement of purchase and sale before the original buyer closes on the property. The assignee is the one who ultimately ultimately completes the deal. So what's happening is we saw this happen a lot at a lot out west in Vancouver in terms of their condo boom. And it's come more this way now where people are putting, you know, a very low deposit on a property, you know, something about, you know, five to 10%. And the property value before it's built has increased 50 to $70,000. And what they're doing based off that, that very small investment, they're going off to somebody else and trying to sell the property before they have to close on it. Hmm. Now, this has become very lucrative because they don't necessarily have to have the funds for to close on the property, but they're also getting their entire investment back up to fifty to seventy thousand right. dollars before they close on it. So what we're seeing is a lot of the builders have changed their structure in terms of how they're selling the properties to these buyers, where the assignment isn't isn't it's it's not becoming possible um, like it used to be. Right, uh, we're seeing the builders require much larger deposits, um, almost up to twenty five percent, which makes that you know if you're going to dump all your money, it's more of a monetary commitment to that property. Yeah. Secondly, we're seeing builders require an assignment assignment fee up to ten thousand dollars. So there's just not that room to make that um, that much um, money in terms of the in, in terms of passing it on. Right, right. But what's gonna happen now is a lot of people bought these buildings or bought these, you know, condos and they're planning on assigning them, but there's not gonna be anybody that's gonna take it over. Mm-hmm. So sick. yeah, and, and, and what the builders or the developers worried about is I hope that they can close on closing day because if there's 30 to 40 people who bought these properties that were planning on assigning them mm-hmm. and they can't assign them <laughs> and then they necessarily don't have the funds to close on them it's up in limbo, right? right? The builder will be in trouble also. 
and uh, so they they have to be careful. A lot of these a lot of these condo buildings, fifty percent of them uh, are usually investors. So they're they're again they're taking a risk. They're they're buying something. Mm-hmm. And they they haven't even been approved for the financing on it, so they're hoping that they can dump it before they have to take possession. Yeah. But it's not really happening out here. We just I just I actually I just got a call well, this morning. Yeah, this morning. This morning I get a call around eight o'clock, and somebody wants to do an assignment. And you know what? The one thing is you can't advertise it. So if so, somebody says to me, Rob, can you sell this? Okay, we can't advertise it. We can't put it on MLS. I mean, literally, we're, we're stuck. They are better off going to the actual salesperson where the building site was the the sales center and talking to those salespeople because they still may have a list of people that want those condos right. in that area yeah. I, you know but calling us is just it it, it it is tough and now they want 60 50 or a hundred thousand dollars more than they're at, than it's worth and and that's what they were banking on and they're not going to get that it's mm-hmm. not going to happen the market has changed i'm not saying it's changed for the negative but it's changed to a, we're more of a norm, normal level i mean there's way more townhouses resells on the market right now so it's a very now people that want to sell their townhouse it's very competitive now so now that so now the guy that needs to really sell he's going to drop his price which is going to affect all the other people that are are trying to sell their townhouse right. and that's how the market's going to go right back to a nice balanced level and for those who are trying to trade and can't i'm assuming they lose their deposit and then the builder loses out on a potential well, yeah the, build, the, the builder the builder will be scrambling on closing date right. because it, it, hopefully he's, he's wealthy enough that uh that he can I mean, carry he, the property he can carry, he can carry it because the banks gave him the money to build this condo complex based on the number of sales that right. he had but yeah. if he's out 20 30 people exactly he, that's what i mean is yeah. is and they're also careful that they're not selling to a lot of investors as well right um i i, I do understand that there's you know, a small vetting process that they go through and they have a good idea as to how many of their clients are buying for investment or or to live in. And um, you know, I'm you know, like I said, they've changed their protocols. They're you know, they want bigger deposits and, and they want more, mm-hmm. you know, less investors just because we gotta run here, but are the rules the same across the country? Or does, do they differ from province to province? They you know what they actually differ from do, from they're, developer to developer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um you see the ones that are are you know have the big marketing campaigns that a little bit more desirable areas such as the lakefront and that sort of thing they you know they'll turn you away say you know you don't want to give us what we're looking for we don't want you right because there's people falling over each other that are trying to get into those properties and they're still selling out like in three four days so you know all right when we come back we're going to talk about uh, getting the most out of my real estate agent we will also talk to asina mandel of crown pest control services servicing the hamilton burlington and surrounding area we'll get into a uh, pest control and what you should be looking for and more specifically what hasina is going to be looking for when we come back this is the hamilton real estate show on am 900 chml Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Phil Golfie also in studio with us today. He's a sales rep with the Golfie team. Our special guest this morning is Hasina Mandel of Crown Pest Control Services, servicing the Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding area. Uh, the website, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call him today at 905-575-7700. Again, 
again, that's 905-575-7700. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram and check out the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. Getting the most out of my real estate agents. <laughs> oh, here we go. We're opening up a can of worms now. Yeah, so I, I just wanted to touch base on this subject quickly. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer to it more as um, a buyer because um, okay. it's, it's two different aspects. Um, in terms of a buyer, if you're out there looking for a house and, and you're, you know, you want a realtor that's going to work for you, a realtor that's going to let you know about information that, that maybe, you know, you want that exclusive information from mm-hmm. your realtor, right? Because you want information that really nobody else has, um, such as power of sales, such as estate sales, such as, um, you know, what's coming up on the market and knowing about it before anybody else knows. Yeah. And that's something, advantage. that's a huge, and, and that's a huge, huge advantage that our team has just because we list so many properties in the Hamilton, Grimsby, Niagara area that we know properties coming up on the market, you know, a month, even two months before they actually get to the market. Mm-hmm. So we can be showing a buyer, you know, buyer around and, you know, we'll get together on in our Monday morning meeting and say, Hey, listen, guys, I just met with these clients. We have this property coming up who, you know, who's we might we might have a buyer for it right so necessarily we're not necessarily trying to sell our own properties but a buyer might like a property that might be coming up prior uh in 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 difference to the ones that are currently on the market so we just want to make sure that people are taking the right approach and and how to get the most out of your realtor is is lean on them right be aggressive with them tell them what you want and and make sure you have a dialogue with them right because you know i I haven't talked to so many people on a day-to-day basis before I got in this business. There's there's a lot of conversations that are going on um, in terms of, you know, you want to know how how aggressive you're going to be in terms of buying a house. You want to make sure that all the right questions are answered. And and you want to know what they, what you know, you want to make sure that your realtor is looking for you, right? right? And if you're in touch with them on a day-to-day basis, they're more likely going to work harder for you than than a client that's just, you know, necessarily looking for, you know, real estate information mm-hmm. or, or something of, of that nature, yeah. right? The, the more, obviously, the more a client will not necessarily hound you, but be in conversation with you, g- goes to show you how interested and, and aggressive, I guess, they are to, to enter the, the housing market, right? Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. And, and the more you're in touch with your realtor, the more they're going to be in touch with you because you're, t- you're going to be top of mind for them as well as, you know, they're going to be top of mind for you. Yeah. So, you know... Buyers need to be more aggressive with the realtor, and and I, I want to refer back to the Google Doctor, okay. right? It's two thirds of people go on Google prior to to you know making a a health appointment, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing goes with real estate. There's so much information out there on the web yeah. when it comes to real estate that people are are you know are becoming a real estate agent on the web, right? They know a lot about what's going on, a lot about what what listings are available, and they actually become professionals within their search criteria mm. that they necessarily don't, you know, th- they don't use the advice of a realtor, right. right? But a realtor can come in and, and help, you know, help that situation a lot more than than what they're doing themselves. Right. So we have a lot of buyers on the sidelines right now that we're not necessarily in touch with, but they're serious buyers. But if a realtor doesn't know that, or your realtor doesn't know that, it, there's that there's that barrier in between you two where they're not gonna be in touch with you. And, and if they know something that you don't know, mm-hmm. 
you know what I mean? It's, a bit it's of a gap there. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, definitely get in touch with a realtor. Make sure they know exactly what you're looking for and yeah. touch base with them. You know, if it's not daily, if it's you know, if if it's not daily, it's weekly. With anything in terms of the internet and and websites and information online, is yeah, it has empowered a lot of people to make uh, critical information decisions. Uh, and in this case, obviously, they're going to Realtor.ca or MLS or whatever the website is. Probably RobGolfie.com would be you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Golfie gets it sold.com. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, but they are at least coming to you with uh, the headspace where they know what they want, at least in most cases. Would that be a fair statement? Yeah. Th- th- you know what? Well, we try to f- uh, direct them in a way that to uh, the better neighborhood. Like if they're coming from out of town, we definitely will uh, talk about the different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And if, they, if they're from in town, we'll say, and they may like a certain neighborhood. And because they grew, were born and raised here, um, then, you know, we have no problem selling a house in, in certain areas that maybe we wouldn't normally advise uh, right. an outside person coming in. Yeah. And you know. have you come across the scenario where, you know, you're showing a buyer a house and, you know, they, they kind of like what they see, but they've seen something online and they're like, I want this. Yeah. But I can't, I, I can't afford it or I can't find it in this community. Does yeah. that happen before? Oh, absolutely. Sometimes yeah. we have to direct them to a different community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, it. We have to, yeah. Yeah. We got to uh, send them on the other side of the right. tracks. But so, sometimes <laughs> expectations can be a little out of whack. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's, and, it's a and that comes process. with that comes with anything, it's a right? Process. Yeah. yeah. Um, and getting back to this is, I always ask, you know, my buyers, how long have you been looking for? Uh, you know, at our initial point of contact. Right. And I had a buyer say to me the other day, you know, I've been looking for about a year. And I go, have you, you know, are you working with a real estate agent? And he goes, no. I go, you've been looking for a year, but hmm. you, he goes, yeah, I've been looking for a year. I've been, you know, I, I browse the web, you know, on a nightly basis until I, I see something that I like. And then, wow. you know, and he's like, he's like, this is, you know, I love this property. So I wanted to call you about it. Right. So there's a lot of those people out there right now that are looking on the web every day, every night mm-hmm. for a property that aren't using the benefit of a realtor. Yeah. And with that being said, when you're buying a house, you're not paying a realtor. It's the, always the selling, um, the selling brokerage or right. the selling the person that's selling the house yeah. that's going to pay your realtor. Yeah. So you can you, you take advantage of using a realtor, using their services because it's free when you're buying a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Don't be a realtor yourself unless you are a realtor. That's it. <laughs> or join my team. Or join the golfy team, yes. Yeah. 905-575-7700 uh, to join the golfy team. Uh, okay, Hasina Mandel is her name. She's from uh, Crown Pest Control Services, servicing uh, Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding area. Her phone number, 905-331-1001. Again, that's 905-331-1001. Um, Hello again. Tell us about yourself. Hello. Welcome. Welcome yes. to the show. Surprise, surprise. It's a lady <laughs> in pest control. Uh, <laughs> does yes. so, welcome. Yeah, welcome, Hasina. Thanks for com- thanks for coming out. Yeah. yeah. So Thank t- you. tell us about yourself and tell us about uh, the pest control industry. Yeah. Well, um, I am your uh, local, I like to say local, friendly female owner operator. Okay. Uh, our office is uh, based. Our main office is based out in um, Burlington, and. Um, Pretty much. Um, How'd you get into it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a long that's story. Right. <laughs> I'd like okay. to say that uh, I had the fascination with Tom and Jerry growing up. <laughs> Chasing after rats, big now rodents. Now we're there you go. But um, no, I was able to, um, I actually, uh, about 10 years ago, I started out with a local firm okay. from Hamilton. Yep. And I kind of protégéed under um, the owner of that firm um, who's, a well-seasoned professional in that industry for about mm-hmm. f- that has about 40 years experience yeah. and uh, I kind of took it from there 
And so now you're in Burlington and you're you're uh, cleaning up homes. I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, she's uh, she is definitely cleaning up homes. Uh, I don't know how uh, such a uh, she's a good looking lady. And she deals with <laughs> bugs and termites and yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, pests and bats and raccoons and everything you need everything you name it under the sun. Yes, Excellent. yes, yeah. no, you, you got it. Um, so we are a uh, Crown Pest Control is a full service pest rodent and wildlife control firm. Okay. Um, so we deal with everything from your crawling insects, so your spiders, your ants, your cockroaches, those nuisance bed bugs, mm-hmm. um, to your mice, rats, and then to your wildlife, so which is, um, you know, your raccoons, skunks, and squirrels. Okay. So Once it gets to the coyote stage, you're like, forget <laughs> that. Well, the bears. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're working on something, yeah, I guess. That's, that's yeah. a different branch of the company. Now, when she says cockroaches, she's talking about the real bug, not not the uh, the boyfriends out there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Not, not the two-legged ones. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're still working on something for that, yeah. too. There you go. <laughs> so uh, you have a client, you're, you're investigating uh, an infestation or, or something's going uh, wrong. Maybe they have bats or raccoons or whatever. Right. How does that process work? What happens? Well, first and foremost is that, um, you know, uh, so let's say, for instance, we're going to start with uh, crawling insects. Okay. So uh, you have a... Uh, Bed bug issue. All right. Oh, I guess that gives a lot of people goosebumps. Well, yeah. There's a lot in Hamilton. I yeah. own I own apartment building, and uh, we had issues with that. Yeah. So the first and foremost thing is that um, when a call comes into the office, typically um, uh, we like to get as much as information we can from the the client. The client, right? Mm-hmm. So the first and foremost thing is that we we set up a, an inspection. And whether it be local or out of town, mm-hmm. um, you know, we go where the business, where, where yeah, we're needed right. pretty much, mm-hmm. right? So um, basically we have to rule out exactly if it actually is a bed bug. Okay. So um, we start with an inspection process. And uh, with that, we go in full geared. So we wear full Tyvek suits, uh, um, uh, gloves, mm-hmm. you, know, you name it, we, we wear it. Right. Uh, it's only for protection. So we don't take anything with us right. when we leave, right? right. right. Yeah. So, um, That's the last thing a worker wants. Yeah, imagine that. Now you're working on your own house. Yeah. Now, their, now their spouse is scratching. <laughs> Sina, you won't believe it. I just yeah. Did. Oh, yeah. Oh, trust me, we've seen it all. So from that step, you know, we're able to, um, uh, once we rule out that it is a bed bug, so bed bugs typically, um, come out at night they bite you'll see marks on your skin you'll scratch and it's sometimes for some people it's painful mm-hmm. yeah. um, they're nocturnal creatures so they feed at night and they feed off of blood right. so um, with that once we finish the inspection all of that stuff then we give the client a couple of options and um, and uh, with with bed bug treatments um, it's 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 kind of like a process mm-hmm. so it's like a three mm-hmm. step process okay. so um, when we go in for that um, there is but before we start that process we have to the, the client has to get prepped okay and so we actually provide that service mm-hmm. we're actually a unique company that way that we actually provide uh, prior and post treatment services nice. um, to get uh, the client ready. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And, um, you know, from there, uh, we try to get the client back to a normal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long would that process take from beginning, you know, from the inspection to completion? Well, um, a few years ago, it, it was a seven-step process. Oh, wow. So now they condensed it um, to three steps. So um, press control firms and agents, the licensed agents, are we are governed by the Ministry of Environment mm-hmm. and Health Canada. Wow. So we have strict adherence to protocols and policies. Yeah. So um, 
now that we've now that we've kind of condensed from seven to three, mm-hmm. um, it's a little bit more uh, of, of an aggressive uh, treatment, um, all depending on how bad the level of infestation there is. Right, right, right. Um, so we go in. Uh, typically, we start a treatment. We follow up with another treatment, the second treatment, uh, five to seven days, and then the final treatment, hmm. you know, five to seven days after. And, um, you know, there is, you know, there is post uh, 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 work that needs to be done to, you know, to follow up with the client and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, having bed bugs is, 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 is very, very, very traumatic for some people. Sure. We've seen where some people have just um, basically moved out of their homes wow. and, and, yeah. and just vacated it and because they do not want to go back in. But sure. we're here to help, you know. Um, yeah, that doesn't uh, have to be the case, right? No, no, yeah. no, no, not at all, not at all. So so with that process, ch- that three-step process change when you're dealing with different insects or with animals, or is that basically the standard? No, well, um, three, the three-step process is really for, uh, for eradication of, of, of bed bugs. Okay. Um, it can also go for cockroaches um, and, uh, you know, other um, insects and okay. things like and that. And spiders. So, then. Yeah, so um, typically spiders, now is, it, now is the time that they're coming out in yeah. full summertime. You see them with mm-hmm. humidity, yeah. all this rain that we've been having. Um, it's kind of pushing everything out. So, um, yeah, that's most. That's basically a one-step process. Okay. Um, when we got when we deal to uh, rodents, so mice, rats, mm-hmm. voles, and molds, um, we use a um, a very. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a poison that that. that that we that we put eradicates in, the animal. Yeah, that, 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 that place that, that we actually put in down in, into yeah. lock bait stations. Oh, okay. So okay. you know, it's safe. You know, yeah. if you have pets, you know, cats, dogs, things like that, it's extremely that, safe. That's important. The, the, the one question is: Is the furniture garbage after? Like, if you have uh, bed, bugs, bed bugs, or like in the like, obviously they call it bed bugs because they're in your bed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously you don't want to sleep in the same mattress or same couch mm-hmm. or chairs. Like, w- w- does that get rectified, or do you have to get new furniture? Well, um, great question. Um, so before anything can be tossed out, so a mattress or a box spring or a sofa, mm-hmm. it needs to be treated, especially if it's been if it has bed bug activity on it. Right. Um, so uh, typically we can give only recommendations. We cannot, you know, say that the you know, tell a client, you know, this needs to be thrown out before, mm. you know, we do a treatment or anything. We can only give them recommendations. Okay. Um, we, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hit or miss. Some people will either take the recommendations or, or they won't, really? right? Well. So, um, but the most important thing is that um, if you do have an infested uh, uh, piece of furniture, or something that you know um, always get it treated you mm. must get it treated we yeah. always say because what happens is is that if you live in an apartment building and you decide to move your sofa down the hallway yeah. it's called transference so it will spread into the hallways right. and but you know so on and so forth so um, let the professionals take care of it for yeah. you and that's also one of the services that that we do offer is um, removal of all infestated um, uh, furniture mm. and things like that so do you put it into storage because if there is like a five or seven day process no. Okay. No. So um, we 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 treat it. Okay. We treat all the furniture. Yep. Um, so mattresses, box springs, sofas, um, and uh, with that. But prior to all of that, like I was saying, that there is a um, a treatment. There is a um, uh, preparation that you that needs to be done. Right. Um, in order to have a successful best results of you know full eradication of bed bugs. So um, it's, you know, laundering the clothing, you know, getting everything out of the home. Mm. Basi- it's basically you're like moving. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You're moving, but, you know, you're 
you're, you know, you're, you're just kind of, uh, uh, everything is just kind of just in bags and boxes yeah. until the service is completed. I see. What, uh, what, what causes bed bugs? Like, how does somebody get yeah. bed bugs? Yeah, my, like, my question is, like, where does it come from? For somebody who does not want to get to that stage and, and, <laughs> yeah, and go, through, go through this yeah. process, because it sounds, you know, it can put a lot of stress on somebody's yeah. life. And, yeah. and it sounds, it sounds very, you know, it's, it's, it's very intense, right? Well, it's, it's like you guys come in with your hazmat suits and yeah. it's like, you know, so... So what, what, b- like, before you answer that though, let, let's take a break because we're out of time here. <laughs> talk about the ultimate cliffhanger. Yeah. How do you get bed bugs? <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that and a whole lot more when we come back. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Our house in the middle of our street. Our house. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team, and Phil Golfie, sales rep with the Golfie team. Also with us today is Hasina Mandel of Crown Pest Control Services, servicing the Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding area. 905-331-1001 is her phone number. 905-331-1001. So if you have bed bugs, call her today. Uh, RobGolfie.com <laughs> is the website. That's Rob G O L. LFI.com. 905-575-7700 is the phone number to reach the Golfie team. All right, back to the question that both Phil and Rob asked. How in the world do you get bed bugs? <laughs> Good question. So bed bugs are typically brought in. So um, like back in, it was, how would I put it? It's become a real big epidemic in the last nine years. Okay. Wow. Um, especially here in Hamilton. Really? Um, I've heard of stories back in the 80s. It was, you know, as big, maybe even bigger. Wow. Um, but we've, but, you know, there was specific type of uh, uh, products, so chemicals that, that were used back then hmm. that were a little bit too aggressive. So now that um, we are governed by the Ministry of Environment, um, uh, we have um, chemicals that are as just as aggressive, but very... Um, how would I put it? Um, easy. Okay. So they don't have the side effects or yeah, any yeah, environmental so, uh, yeah, you know, I, benefits. So all so those guys, just, that, all those just, guys, all those guys are balding in Hamilton. It's because of the <laughs> it's because of the, the in the eighties of yeah. the uh, of the pest control chemicals. Yeah. So um, with the bed bugs, you know, they're they're very easy to get. You know. Um, you know, you could be at the movie theaters. Oh, wow. uh, really? Yeah, oh. absolutely. Can't go out anymore. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and so what happens is, is that if one person knows that that don't know that they have bed bugs, and you know, they go to visit you, for instance, yeah. or Rob, you know, they're taking it with them. Oh. You know, so that's how it kind of spreads, and that's why you know you kind of see the big. Uh, um, uh, uh, the hoopla in, in, in Hamilton, sure. especially mm-hmm. downtown Hamilton, where it's just has just be, has just really grown wow. over the last eight and nine years. So they're just clinging to your clothes and Absolutely. they go somewhere else and they spread that way. Absolutely. Wow. Bed bugs are nocturnal creatures. Again, um, they lay uh, eggs every 10 days. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's not just, you know, a handful of eggs. That's hundreds of right. eggs yeah. that are not visible to the human eye. So you can't really see them until it starts to... Sure. Fester. So how can you protect yourself? Well, um, aside from just staying in your house, do you spray yourself with some kind of infection, yeah. infe- like dis- disinfect, insecticide? Um, well, no. Um, the first, you know, w- with bed bugs is that is that you can recognize it, it by, again, by, you know, seeing if you have welts on your mm-hmm. uh, on your legs, your mm. back, your arms, things like that. And calling in a professional, um, you know, to prevent yourself, it's it's. Bed bugs are, they don't discriminate. 
they cling on to any and everyone mm -hmm. they go they're in the most you know swankiest of hotels that yeah. you know um and you know they just don't discriminate they you know so but it's just taking precautions everywhere you go wow. and um you know just kind of safeguarding your you know mm -hmm. yourself so like the movie theater situation so i go to That's the scary. movie theater yeah like <laughs> do, like do, like can you bring something to spray on the seat before you sit down or or like i mean not everybody else in the crowd is going to be going what the heck <laughs> is this guy doing yeah well, but that that's really up to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's that's really up to you, Rob. Um, but uh, I mean, there's there really isn't. It's just really it's, it's just really being diligent, yeah, you know, wow. with you know where you go. And mm -hmm. and um, uh, our biggest thing is that um, you know for we deal with a lot of property management firms, and uh, you know they have a lot of tenants in their buildings, mm -hmm. you know townhouse complexes, and so on and so forth. And you know we go in and we do a treatment, and um, you know. Two months later, they're reinfested again, mm -hmm. and it happens. Wow. And it's because it's it's not a controlled environment. Like right. in your home, you have control on who is coming to visit you, yep. where you're going, things like that. So, and again, um, you know, at hotels, you know, you want to be, you know, it's very easy checking. You know, when you're checking into a hotel, you know, you pull the sheets up, check the tufts of the hmm. of of the bed, the mattresses if they have them. You know, the, the edges. When you see the edges, okay, gotcha. Yeah, no. Well, sometimes the the older mattresses have the tufts in the middle, so the big metal button. Yeah. And uh, you know, if you press down on it, you know, you you can see. I mean, but it's, so pull the sheets right back. You're absolutely. Saying. So they're visible to the eye. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you can see uh, blood stains, hmm. things like that, and Ugh. you know, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, it's it's. Yeah. That's it's, uh, it pretty pretty scary. That, uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to get a security check just yeah. like you go to the airport. Have a, check your arms, please, <laughs> before you come to my house. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so where does uh, Crown Pest Control cover? What's the service area? Well, we go, well, our main office is based out in, uh, in Burlington, right. the older part of Aldershot, actually. Okay. And uh, we go anywhere from uh, there to Fort Erie, Fort Erie to Simcoe. Oh, wow. So wow. those are, th those are pretty much, yeah. And uh, further east, we just stop right at the borderline of Oakville. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a big enough area. <laughs> All right, when we come back, uh, our final segment here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. One more go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here with Rob Golfie, sales representative with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Phil Golfie also with us today. He's a sales rep with the Golfie team as well. Asina Mandel is our special guest today. She's from Crown Pest Control Services, uh, servicing the Hamilton, Burlington, and surrounding area. 905-331-1001 is her phone number. Again, 905-331-1001. You can also find Crown Pest Control Services online at crownpest.ca. RobGolfi.com is Rob's website. That's RobGolfi.com. Call him today at 905-575-7700. Uh, Phil, you wanted to bring up the uh, mice infestation yeah, yeah, in Toronto Yeah, last week bakery. there was this video that went viral. There's this bakery downtown Toronto, and, and there was a video of these two mice crawling all over the pastries. Did you happen to see that? I did, I did. <laughs> yes, I mean, there was... So that's a problem. It was, it was yeah. all over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, I did read the bit of this story that went along with that. And um, basically, it's, it's, I mean, they did have management of the property, um, did have uh, extermination services. Yeah, I guess they do monthly services mm. on that property. Mm -hmm. But with, with rodents, so mice, uh, for instance, um, any crack or crevices within the building, they can slip in. Mm -hmm. right. And mice can get through 
you know, any crack that's the size of a diameter of a nickel. Wow. So, um, because they have no structure, body Mm -hmm. frame, they can squeeze themselves in. So, um, I think that... um, that you know, some way, somehow, that there was some type of opening on on the outside of the mm, building, yeah, and yeah. and they came in. Um, but based on what I read, was that the, you know they were they did have monthly extermination services, so pest control services monthly. You mm-hmm. know, um, it's a shame that it happened, but uh, you know the most important thing with food, mice love food. You know, uh, you know the, you associate it with cheese, yep. uh, peanut butter, things like that. Made know. a whole movie out of it called Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, but the next precaution is that is that you know the the um, the owner of the bakery would take further precautions by you know like um, Phil was saying is you know just kind of having putting away all the you know the pastries and things like yeah. the food you yeah. know it's it's le- being left out in the open you're just asking for trouble yeah so let's talk about rodents uh, right. that I understand is a big problem in Hamilton as well absolutely absolutely especially the uh, downtown core hmm. of Hamilton listen. Um, Rodents don't discriminate, you know, uh, they, they they come in, uh, typically they're, we say they're seasonal creatures, they mm. come in mostly in the winter time, you know, they're looking mm. for warmth, right. comfort, yep. you know. See, I told you, downtown is uh, is booming. <laughs> 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 Even the mice want to come down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, we try, but again, you know, um, precautions that you can take is, you know, putting, you know, sealing your garbage, you know, up properly, yeah. things like that, you know, um, if you're DIY it, you know, at home, uh, if Rob is or... Phil or yourself, hmm. um, you know, you seal up cracks and crevices. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they don't find them way, they don't find themselves, in, you know, into mm-hmm. those and coming in. If you have a, a rat or a mouse or, or even a raccoon that's in a detached garage, are they eventually going to find their way into the home well, or, or a neighboring home? Well, what happens, yes, absolutely. And that typically happens when there is disturbance to the area. Mm. So if there's renovations going on next door, demolition of some type of property or construction, right. oh, yeah. you know, city construction, they're looking, you know, uh, field mice, um, rats and things like that. They, they'll They'll find any which way to to get in. Mm-hmm. So, um, raccoons and and skunks and squirrels are a little bit more different than the rodents. A more wildlife, we would say. Mm-hmm. And um, typically, we'd have to trap those. We're not allowed to poison mm-hmm. them. Um, again, you know, we're governed by the Ministry of Environment and Health Canada. Yep. So we we're only allowed to trap them and and then to take them away, like about two kilometers away out of the city okay. and, and, and release them. And so they're so. not like cats and find their way back? Or <laughs> <laughs> are they totally different? You know what? It was funny. My uh, my wildlife technician, he said to me, I, you know, I, he he said, you know, I think we should start putting collars around these raccoons. <laughs> <and stuff laughs> see where they so, go. So, 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 yeah. so, you know, see if they find their way back. But, you know, no, I mean, if it's done right, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I understand you're hiring licensed agents as well. Yes, okay. yes, we are looking for uh, licensed uh, pest control agents. Um, it's it's that time of year, so fall, late fall, winter, we kind of slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is our very busy time, and right. uh, yeah, looking for some uh, wow. excellent workers. What nice. makes a good oh, yeah? What pest type of what agent? type of experience do you look for here? <laughs> like what well, somebody that's not afraid? <laughs> yeah. and, and do you have people that come in and say, you know what, this isn't for me? Like the the first job they get, it's like. Whoa. Well, well, you, you really and truly, you have to kind of just, you know, uh, um, turn a blind eye, you know, when it comes to, you know, dealing with things like this, because mm. every every property is different when we go into, right. you know what I mean? The level of the level of infestation can be, you know, mild to mm. very heavy. Um, you know, it's 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 one of those things where, you know, rodents just 
you know, kind of... Uh, um, yeah. They're going to go where they want to go. Yeah, yeah that right. is pretty much. There, there's a, isn't there a section of Toronto, someplace they have an infestation of raccoons? What, what part is that? Because I was there one time, and they're like, they, they have a big infestation of raccoons. <laughs> raccoons are, are, are uh, I, I really don't know which part of Toronto, yeah, but, but I, uh, you know, they're, they're everywhere, mm-hmm. especially now. That mm-hmm. and, and, and a lot of squirrels. And raccoons can cause a lot of damage to your home oh, if yeah. you do not take care of the issue. Right. And, and um, they got little hands, these little raccoons. They can oh, pull things oh, apart. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had, uh, I drove up to the office, and right there in the field was a mama raccoon. Hmm. And it's very uncommon. Just taunting see, you guys. It was just, un- <laughs> it was, it was un- it's very uncommon You've to see them during the day. Really? Out, because they, they come out at night. Yeah, yeah. You know, but um, uh, it's, it's, again, you have to, we're not allowed to poison them. We have to trap them and then hmm. take them. So if you see an, a raccoon in your neighborhood, whether it's at the day or night, should people be calling you to say, hey, absolutely, we, okay. absolutely, you know? Yeah. yeah. So don't do it like the old fashioned European guys. They, uh, they, they, they disappear. <laughs> they, take matter, they take matters <laughs> into their own. They say, don't worry, I took quickly. care of it. I you took know, care of you it. Raise, you raise a good point because <laughs> my dad, who's, you know, he was born in Italy and, you know, he's been here doing his thing for a while. Uh, he set up and I, I can't remember if it was a skunk or a rabbit or whatever he was trying to catch. And he built this this trap basically yeah. by hand and caught the thing and then I think called Animal Wildlife or whatever uh, but it's just Are amazing you just saying Animal Wildlife? You know <laughs> I know I know those old European guys I don't think my dad even knew how to find the number for Animal Wildlife <laughs> No it wasn't on the menu it's, I can tell you that It's pretty it's pretty big it's, yeah, it's very yeah, It's, it's a sensitive yeah. situation and definitely get a, a yeah. pest control company yeah. in there and, and make sure you go through the right you know, procedures. The right channels. Yeah. The second you have your neighbor seeing you do something out of the ordinary, <laughs> oh boy. the second oh. you, you have major issues. With You're very the, lucky uh, that way that, you know, we have uh, uh, unmarked vehicles. We have an unmarked fleet. So, you know, if you pull up, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, on your property. peace of mind. You don't want yeah. PETA chasing you. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. To call uh, Crown uh, Pest Control Services, uh, call them today at 905-331-1001, their website, crownpest.ca. And, of course, robgolfie.com is the website. Call Rob today at 905-575-7700. Guys, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on AM 900 CHML.